You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zagari. Welcome to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. As always, bringing you the people and the companies that matter most in mobile. Uh, usually, Shahab Zagari is my co-host joining me, but of course, he is out the next two weeks. He's at some conferences, but getting some great guests that we'll be featuring here at Mobile Presence in the future. So for today and the next week as well, I'm your only host for the moment, Peggy Ann Saltz over at MobileGroove.com. And my guest today is Jonathan Carter, who is the co-founder of Glimworm Beacons. And uh, before we get to that, it's all about iBeacons. So thank you, Jonathan, for joining me and, uh, and, and coming to talk about this great new trend in marketing. I really appreciate you appearing on the show. Well, thank you, Peggy. Thank you for inviting me. So as I said, it's all about iBeacons, and you're going to tell us more about them, the use cases, and, uh, and also some details there. But uh, let's start off by talking about your background, your company, and, uh, and what you do with regards to iBeacons. Okay. Well, Peggy, we are actually an iBeacon manufacturer, so we're actually making the hardware. And in this, kind of, uh, in this uh, field, that means that we actually have a lot of intelligence from uh, creative agencies and deployment partners that I can share with you today. Just for a bit of background, Glimworm Beacons uh, is a new company. Uh, it was created this year, but it is a joint venture out of three existing companies. Glimworm, which, uh, which I'm also the co-founder of, has been around since 2001. Uh, we've been a traditional web um, agency here in Amsterdam. 
uh, but also a technical agency because we've created online content management systems since uh, I think 2002 we already had a software as a service up. Uh, we're also together with a young talented um, engineer called Sven. You can find this all on our website. And together with uh, Tvetonik, who are a uh, talented um, agency who do industrial design. And they're specialists in mass production and, uh, and really getting stuff for uh, an industrial design. So just to give you a little bit of background, we, uh, we all got together because we're all member of the Internet of Things meetup group here in Amsterdam, which meets in our office, uh, the Glimwim HQ. And uh, we decided to actually start creating iBeacons simply because we'd already decided two years beforehand to try and uh, create an Internet of Things product. And we, uh, we'd been working on an elderly monitoring device for, uh, for elderly people at home. And that was a very, very difficult Ask. We were in all sorts of uh, very complicated situations with dealing with privacy and, and remote management and monitoring of, uh, of the healthcare in the healthcare industry. And suddenly, last year in 2013, Apple announced the iBeacon, and it was just a revelation. It was a very simple device which is based on Bluetooth, which is uh, which is um, you know the modern kind of standard for low energy communication and it just happened mm-hmm. that we actually had most of the parts already kind of laying there to make an iBeacon so we kind of got into it partially by accident and then we kind of went for it with a great motor and of course when apple gets in on it then it does become you know a trend it becomes the next big thing is that also what you're seeing i mean the interest in iBeacons may have been before internet of things it's got to be about machines talking to machines but but now we're seeing a lot more interest in in marketing what can a marketer do with an iBeacon well let me tell you there's the uh, we've done uh, boot camps uh, for uh, a lot of uh, large companies including their marketing departments and uh, what we do is we just explain that there are three things that an iBeacon can do. First of all, just to visualize it, um, you were asking me earlier, an iBeacon is something around uh, uh, maybe two inches round, and uh, it is just emitting a code via Bluetooth. So it really is a beacon in the traditional sense of the, the term. Uh, you can think of it a little bit like a QR code that you actually don't have to point a camera at. There's three things that an iBeacon can do, um, monitoring, ranging, and advertising. And just to try and describe it simply, uh, if you're in monitoring mode, that means that your, your iPhone or your Android phone, that's in your back pocket, and it's, uh, it's kind of switched off or the lock screen is on. And as you walk past an iBeacon, uh, you can ask it to actually send uh, a push notification to you. This is the kind of traditional couponing uh, scenario which you, you read about in a lot of the uh, marketing press. The second thing it can do is once you open your app, and so your app is actually running on your phone in foreground, you've got way more possibilities because your phone is able to pick up all of the iBeacons which are in range, and it has a bunch of details about them. It has how near you are to each iBeacon. It has uh, distances. It has radio frequency, all sorts of stuff which you can use if you're uh, if you're clever, you can use it to create a great user experience. And the third thing that it can do is with your phone, 
you can actually become an iBeacon. So you can, what we call, advertise yourself as an iBeacon. Um, what we see um, happening is that the best deployments, the best projects with iBeacons are using a combination of all three. So mm-hmm. that's the kind of the, the, the key to, to making a good iBeacon deployment is to really try and think of the user and what they might want to do and what, they, uh, what, what you can actually give them, which will be of value and will be entertaining and will actually give them a richer, a richer experience. I mean, it always does come down to the to the user experience, to the consumer experience. And I want to get to that just a little bit later on in the show when you share some of your first-hand advice about what do marketers need to do and not do to successfully not only just deploy iBeacons, but to get that business value out of them. But let's step back again. What are you seeing? Because you're doing this with your clients. You said you had a workshop with leading brands, so they're thinking about this. What are they actually themselves using it for? Or what are they coming to you and saying, I want to implement this to do X? Is it about advertising? Is it about tracking? A little bit of both? Or, or maybe something entirely different? Yeah, well, Peggy, the, um, the, the truth is that every, every time we have a meeting, it almost seems that we get a new, uh, a new use for the iBeacon. So it's... Uh, <laughs> Great. From the, you know, we, right. uh, we, you, you talked before the show to me about the traditional uh, couponing uh, scenario. Well, if I tell you that the, the last people that came to our office were thinking of putting them under uh, mobile phone masks in order that you could unlock the, the door of the mobile phone mask when you were a maintenance engineer, um, mm-hmm. the, the, whole, the, the spectrum of, of requests really breaks down into... Yeah, traditional advertising, uh, which is uh, what maybe your your listeners might be uh, more familiar with, um, mm-hmm. a sort of uh, customer service enhancement, which I think is really the the, which is really the I think the key um, function of uh, iBeacons, which are really going to take off now, um, and then thirdly, sort of matching social type of use, so. You know, for for instance, um, we, we're working on some beacons which you can put in your uh, into badges of attendees at uh, conferences, and you can kind of do proximity matching. So you can, you know, uh, let's say for instance, uh, you before you go to the conference, you know that you want to speak uh, to a security specialist uh, that works for a major brand, and you know that they have a show that then you know they have a booth there. You could actually put that in your app before you go, and then you don't have to go to the booth. You might be standing next to this security guy, just the guy that you need to speak to, and you're, you're in the lunchroom or you're in the bar, and it can tell you, hey, that guy's just uh, you know, five meters away down, down the other end of the bar. So this is the kind of breadth of, of uses that we're seeing. And so really in a way... I was going to say, in a, in a way, it's it's it seems to be something that's like bridging that that gap in a sense. Maybe not just in technology, but sort of like the last mile of of campaigns in a, in a sense. Would you would you agree? Absolutely, yeah. I couldn't put it better myself. Actually, the yeah last mile of campaigns, which which I mean, I, I think if you if you look at the the way that QR codes became like a crazy trend a few years mm. ago. Um, 
and they're awkward to use, for instance. I mean, if you try and use a QR code yourself, you have to open up your camera, take a picture of it. Sometimes it takes you to the right URL, sometimes not. If you kind of think of, of that, there must be a need for that last mile of communication. And these iBeacons are going to allow marketeers to, to bridge that gap, but without the awkwardness of having to either point your camera at something or, uh, or let's say, the, the uh, virtual reality world, which was also trendy a, a few years ago, you know, without having to kind of like ask them to, to pick up their phone and put it in front of their eyes. And the, I think that's the beauty of it, the fact that it's really um, – it, it allows you to, to reach customers on that last mile, as you put it, but mm-hmm. in a very intuitive, normal, uh, non-confrontational way, uh, which also seems – quite private because you can look down on your own phone and you can see what's on your screen. You're not having to kind of look awkward with, when you're using it. Well, that's a great way to uh, get to where we'll be going. You know, we'll be talking about the user experience. We'll be talking also about privacy and uh, other ways to make that experience exceptional. But right now we're going to go to break. and we come back, more about iBeacons. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. You rely on your website to promote your business. And while you're busy doing what you love, you need a site that can keep up. GoDaddy Web Hosting is built from the ground up for lightning speed, reliability, and rock-solid performance. It includes over 150 free apps like WordPress and Drupal to build and manage your site. And with 99.9% uptime and industry-leading load times, you never have to worry if your site is up and running. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter code HOSTFM to get web hosting for $1 a month, plus a free domain. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. 
mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz at Mobile Groove. Uh, For the next two weeks, your host here at Mobile Presence, and today... We have Jonathan Carter talking about iBeacons, and uh, before the break, Jonathan, we were talking uh, about you know how Glimworm beacons, you know the kinds of customers, the kind of use cases that you're seeing, and uh, we we left off on the innovation. Let's talk about the challenges here. We know that we can do a lot with them. Um, what are some of the the, the bottlenecks, um, or are there challenges for that matter in implementing these properly? Just from a from a technology and and monetary standpoint, for example, we'll get to the user experience later. Uh, yeah, from a from a technology point of view, I guess the big challenge is is just making sure that you you plan the whole thing correctly and you put the beacons in in, in the right place. Um, you also consider things like uh, security and privacy. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to consider security or privacy, but unfortunately, you, you're going to have to. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think I think you know. You said we're going to talk about the user experience later, but but for me, the whole the whole uh, essence of being successful with iBeacons is in the user experience, and it's um, you know a big thing to avoid is bombarding people with messages. You know, you don't want to have people mm-hmm. walking past walking past the same counter in a supermarket and every time they walk past it, it's kind of hassling them with an iBeacon message. So that's, uh, that's something really to take into account. Well, that's 100% in agreement here. So let's, let's talk about the user experience, but let's, let's look at uh, privacy. So, um, you know, there's a lot going on because of overall uh, you know the sensor economy, the 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 sensor, um, uh, you know, trillions of sensors that we'll have, uh, not very, not so far off in the future. So there's this discussion of you know what are we doing here? We're gathering information. We also need to protect it. We also need to uh, respect the individual. What is the uh, what's the situation with iBeacons? Is it uh, also fairly similar where you have to opt in or how do we keep that social contract going that you're giving me something, but I'm going to accept it from you in the first place? Okay. Well, Peggy, the, one of the great things about iBeacons in privacy is that they are not collecting any data. So maybe people don't realize that, but it's, it's not like Wi-Fi tracking, for instance, Mm -hmm. you, the beacon itself is just transmitting, just like a radio station. And it has no concept of who is listening, and it has no concept of how many people are listening. So all of the, all of the tracking or the privacy concerns are all going to be um, dealt with in the app itself. So that really answers one of the main questions, mm-hmm. that it is opt-in, because okay. just in the same way that you your app will ask you if if it wants to use your location and it will ask you if you want to receive push messages, your app should ask people if they want to receive uh, iBeacon marketing advice, for instance. Mm -hmm. So we're on fairly safe ground there because that's something that we can all all influence. Um, People that are commissioning, you know, companies out there that might be wanting to commission an app 
they can say to their customers that the iBeacon is for this, uh, in this, uh, for this purpose, it's completely dumb. The iBeacon doesn't know where you are or who you are. And I think people like that. People are, uh, are rebelling quite a lot about the Wi-Fi tracking. And I think mm-hmm. even in iOS 8, it's going to be cut out. And that is one area that we are asked a lot. We, we have a lot of customers coming to us and asking us if iBeacons could replace Wi-Fi tracking. And you could track somebody walking around a, a shop or a store in the app itself. So, for instance, if you're walking around a, a shop and the app is receiving notifications that the customer is walking past certain beacons, you could choose not to pop up a notification, but you could choose to actually log that information and upload it to your server later. But I think that that information um, has to be held with a lot of uh, reverence. I believe uh, I was talking to somebody in the UK who is uh, an expert on privacy, and he says that data, if you collect it, you have to protect it in the same way that a doctor would protect a medical record. So you're not allowed, you're not allowed to gather that information and then sell it on to somebody else. There are a lot of laws and rules about that, but it's not my expertise, but I know that you do have to, uh, you have to think about that. And for me, that's not where iBeacons sit. iBeacons are there to uh, enhance people's user experience, to, to enhance the customer conversation. And I think this kind of tracking thing has a kind of funny feel to it to me. Yeah, there's a there's another anecdote has a bit of a, a funny feel to it also about what you can do with sensors. And um, I won't go there with you, but I would like to use it as a jumping off point that, you know, sensors in a in a public toilet, what you can derive on information from people um, because of the, the urine analysis, they could tell, for example, which, which employees were pregnant, even though the employees themselves didn't know that. I mean, we don't want to go there. That's very creepy. And that's absolutely not respectful of public privacy personal privacy but you know what kind of contextual if you want to call it that what kind of contextual um experiences can be enabled by iBeacons or have you done yourself well it's a very funny thing that you mention a sensors in a toilet because yeah i also find it strange to have a a sensor doing urine analysis in the toilet however (laughs) one of the first implementations of iBeacons that we did here in holland was actually a poetry festival And uh, these guys have made an app uh, which already was quite well respected in the poetry community. And they adapted it to to acknowledge iBeacons and they were all around the festival. So it meant that when you were in different locations, you got poems that were not normally available in the app. And uh, actually, right next to the toilet, there was an iBeacon and actually you got a dirty poem when you went by. (laughs) Well, there you go. You know, it's 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 definitely contextually relevant. Well, I'll give you that. Um, and and does think outside the box. I mean, give me some examples of some of your your clients or some of your implementations where you're where you're doing this, and and maybe you know ones we're not thinking of entirely. I mean, it's a pretty easy one is mobile marketing. A little harder might be loyalty or wearables or what are you seeing? Yeah. Well, we we. we're we're seeing a huge spectrum of implementations. I mean, what I'll do is I'll just reel off a few of them quickly, and then I think okay. your, your your listeners can 
can kind of absorb them and have a think about them afterwards. We're, we're having the matching uh, type of scenario that I told you about earlier where you could find a speaker at a conference in the bar afterwards um, where there's an implementation somebody's doing for uh, uh, in London where an elderly person will have an eye beacon on their wrist and they're going to they're gonna actually say uh, which bus they want to catch. And then the driver of the bus is uh, actually going to know that there is somebody with restricted mobility waiting at the bus stop. So he knows mm-hmm. that he has to wait till they get on. You've got, um, you've got scenarios which are kind of semi-industrial. We've got one company putting them uh, inside soap dispensers in hotels. And then the, the cleaning staff, as they're, as they're doing the cleaning, are actually, with a smartphone, collecting all the soap dispenser levels because we've actually connected our iBeacons to external sensors there. We've got the uh, festivals. Uh, a big company is using them this summer at festivals so that you can actually find your buddies. So your um, uh, the, the iPhone app has a sort of both an advertising and arranging mode in the app. And then they're actually putting eye beacons behind the, the behind the um, stadiums where all the bands are playing, and they're also putting them behind the uh, the bar. So essentially, what you can do is you can actually find out which band is playing now, where you should be, and you can actually stand twenty meters away from the bar and say, "Hey, I want like ten beers, and I'm going to pick them up at the end of the counter." So there's an endless amount of uh, of possibilities, but the the big takeaway that we get when we talk to marketing companies um, is that you, um, you do have to have an app in order to look for an iBeacon. So if you, would, if you think, if, you would, if you're representing a, a, a beer brand that doesn't necessarily have an app, it's going to be much more difficult for you to, to get in on the iBeacon experience than if, let's say, you're a supermarket which has an established app which is installed on hundreds of thousands of uh, smartphones. So that's a, that's a, it's not an insurmountable um, hill, but it is something that you have to consider if you don't already have a, um, a large install base uh, for an app. You might actually want to um, buddy up with a company that does have a large app install base. Here in the Netherlands, there, there's one very, very large alcohol beer company that don't have an app talking to one of the largest media companies that is installed on on 70 percent of the smartphones in the netherlands trying to do a deal that's kind of Mm -hmm. that's the kind of deals which are which are uh, sort of in the air at the moment Mm -hmm. and this is also some of the valuable advice that i want to get to um, we'll go to a break and when we come back, we'll dig into some of the do's and don'ts of how marketers can approach iBeacons and this great new opportunity. So stay there. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. BubbleFast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown, but Mark and Robin still own and operate BubbleFast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. BubbleFast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. 
Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at bubblefast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the Bubblefast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount. Or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at Bubblefast. While some affiliate networks can give you offers, Affiliate Offers Network gives you offers that pay big. Why do affiliates work with Affiliate Offers Network? How about because they work with powerhouse CPAs like Affiliate.com? How about that affiliates get paid every Monday to kick off their work week? Plus, learn how their green bucket system can turn your email, display ad, social, video, or mobile impression into profitable income. Get connected today with Affiliate Offers Network. Call 312-560-0175 or visit AffiliateOffersNetwork.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back. Welcome to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz at Mobile Groove, and our guest today is Jonathan Carter from Glimworm Eye Beacons. And Jonathan, just before the break, we were talking about all the very, very many ways marketers can be implementing eye beacons to achieve a lot of things. Um, so just a, a just a you know, just straightforward question here. What kind of cost and what kind of effort are we looking at um, baseline if you wanted to get in on the iBeacon bandwagon? Okay, Peggy. Well, the beacons themselves, our, our retail price at Glimworm Beacons is 25 euros per beacon. Uh, but that comes down with, uh, with volume, of course. So I'm trying I to think, think what that's... that is in dollars. I think that's around oh. $20. Sound good? Mm. We'll go with that. Yeah, I'm like calculator right here. We're, I don't know the. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. In, in, in and around the neighborhood of twenty dollars a beacon, say. So that that's that's very you know manageable. Where's the rest of the cost here? The rest of the cost is in in either creating the app or adapting your your current app. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, the, the you know if you ask a developer, if you ask them how much it would take to to implement iBeacons they'll tell you it's six lines of code. But the reality is that, that it's only going to be as successful as the, 
the concept and the creativity that you put into it. And I think that's where we, uh, that's actually one of the, the, the key takeaways actually that we were talking about earlier. So it's really about having that app and mapping that experience. I mean, that's, that's really key here. It's not the technology. It's not even the cost. It's saying, okay, this is an integrated experience. I'm going to architect the last mile to my customer and I'm going to do it right. And it's going to be enjoyable um, in the process. Would you say that that's something here to keep in mind? Yeah, absolutely. It is, Peggy. We, uh, I think there's three things which you have to take into uh, account or you have to keep on top okay. of your mind. Uh, the first one is to think outside the box, think outside the normal boundaries. I talked earlier on about monitoring, ranging, and advertising. And I think the best implementations will use all three of them. And uh, for that, you need to get a good creative agency. The best advice I can give you if you're going to launch into the IB community is get the best creative agency that you can and really good interaction designers because that's going to make and break the whole thing. Um, we got a second point, which is I think it's all about pull instead of push. If you bombard customers with, uh, with messages, they'll pretty soon they'll switch the whole thing off or they'll deinstall the app. I see it as a platform for you to connect with your customers. So maybe you want to give them a notification, hey, there's some extra functionality if you come inside the shop. But then let them open the app and let them actually find the functionality and really give them something that's going to blow their, blow their socks off. Um, and what would you have as the number three? I mean, we talked about um, privacy obviously being one, but, but maybe it's more involved around sort of like who is involved. One is the agency. Um, any other tips around that? Uh, well, it's just only about, I mean, we talked earlier about who should come to the party and, and, and really you need a talented agency, a talented app developer, and you need somebody that understands about beacons, um, people that have had experience. And that's what we do a lot. At Glimworm Beacons, we, um, we specifically decided not to do the apps, even though we are an app development house. Uh, mm -hmm. We specifically decided to support the creative agencies. If I can just tell you briefly about our own offering, our own beacons, something that we did differently than the competition is that we actually we made them brandable. So whereas the competition have got, uh, some of them have got very odd, funky-shaped beacons, and some of them have got things that look like smoke detectors, mm. our ones, we decided to make them stylish, and sleek, very soft and smooth, a little bit like an Apple mouse type of look and feel. Mm -hmm. And they're vanilla white, but you can have them branded. So you can have them made with different color fronts and you can have them logo printed. And for us, that means that we have gathered quite a following in the creative agencies because they understand that to, to satisfy their customer, they might have to be visible in the physical space. And they also like the fact that they could be branded with their customer's brand or even with the agency's brand if the agency has a platform that they want to, uh, that they want to promote. And, you know, we're fine with you pretending they're, they're your own beacons. <laughs> we don't mind if you pretend that you invented them. Um, and that's kind of cool, actually, though, because you could imagine um, brands and companies, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's Bob's Bank or, uh, or what have you or, or major brands. Um, What's, what is that about the, uh, 
the response to that? A lot of people having them branded. Yes. Yeah, we have hmm? probably half our half our output is branded at least, and all major sales for us are uh, are branded. We uh, we find that this is the this is kind of like a key differentiator for us. And we, we really thought that through at the beginning. We thought, okay, what if I walked into a cinema and there was something on the wall, what should it look like? And we decided that it it should kind of blend in, but it should also look quite um, it should look quite sleek and quite sexy. So we kind of made it. Uh, we made it with a lot of possibilities. You can brand the front cover. We also made made it disassemblable so you can actually take the beacon out of its case and we've got uh, several museums who have got them built into the display cabinet so you don't even see the beacons so we're kind of like uh, trying to put ourselves we're, we're trying to put ourselves as the people that are ha- helping the creative agencies well it's great to hear about all of that jonathan and it will also uh there will also be a companion post over at webmaster uh, radio.fm on our website so we can maybe have a look at those beacons but for now I just have to uh, thank you for being our guest today and um, and uh, hopefully wish you uh, welcome you back again at some point thank you Peggy it was a pleasure so how can people find you um, how do they get in touch with you they, you know, they, they are, they're excited maybe they want to have a branded beacon or maybe just uh, talk about what you do and how you do it how do they stay in touch with you well, we have our website, glimwormbeacons.com. Uh, you can contact me uh, at Jonathan R. Carter, but that's all on the, the, the information about the, uh, the show. And if you're in Amsterdam on the 23rd, 4th, and 5th of August, we have, I think, the world's biggest iBeacon hackathon sponsored by us and a big media partner here in Holland. Oh, there you go. So if anyone out there is going to make the trip to Holland, um, that's a great reason to go there. Um, And I just want to remind all our listeners that new episodes of Mobile Presence air Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also check out early episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm on our website. And you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zune, and now on iHeartRadio. And finally, you can also stay connected with us by downloading our mobile app from the iTunes App Store or Google Play. Thanks again for joining us for Mobile Presence, presented to you by Skywire.com. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz, your host this week and next, and you can always get in touch with me by going to MobileGroove.com or following me on Twitter, at Peggy Ann. And until next week, stay tuned, and remember, every minute is mobile, make every minute count. See you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program 
are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.